Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille DI, the podcast. I'm, of course, am your host, DeVille DI. How's everybody doing today? How was your day at work yesterday? Oh, you had a bad day? Well, just imagine being a the driver of a Brinks truck and you spill your load all over the highway. How you think? <laughs> how bad do you think that guy's was? Yes, this really happened. And this is one of the topics for the um, DeVille, what you think about this segment. That's what I've decided to call it. The segment where I allow the listeners to send me uh, different topics, tag me in different Twitter posts or uh, Instagram posts or Facebook posts, and ask me in my opinion on whatever specific topic they want to. Now, you guys should get involved with that. Hit me up. I'm DeVille underscore D-I, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram and Twitter. You can retweet or, you know, DM me any topics that you want to know what I think about. And I'm going to talk about it. Today, I actually got two. It was a good day because, what was it? Yesterday, I didn't get any. But today, I got two. One was they wanted to know about this Brinks truck situation. And secondly, they wanted to know what I think about uh, Kodak Black walking out on of his interview once he was once the rape allegations that are going on against him was brought up so we're going to touch on both of those briefly but first let's go back to the Brinks truck guy right so in New Jersey Brinks trucks driving down the hall down the highway and the doors fly open and money starts raining out of the back of the truck now the people who are who witnessed it were saying that they didn't see an accident or any type of collision that would have caused the doors to come open. So at this point, from what I've been able to find, nobody really has spoken on why the doors came open. All they know is that the doors came open, money's flying all over the highway, people are jumping out of their cars, cars is crashing, they're running, scrambling, trying to pick up this money. All the while, the Brinks trucks drivers are running down the highway too, trying to recover this money and cars are just zooming by i don't think anybody was injured i didn't see anything that stated where anybody was injured during these whole shenanigans so the question was deville what do you think about this and would you would you have picked up the money now i mean no i wouldn't have picked up the money not me personally and i'm gonna tell you why man the way my karma it's set up. If I had got out my car on the highway, one or two things was going to happen. I was either going to get hit by a car or I would get caught stealing the money because that's what the people are doing, stealing the money. It's not like this. they just ran up on random money on the side of the road. This money came out of a truck. You have two officers, security officers or whatever you, however you classify a Brinks truck driver, you know, on the highway attempting to recover the money while you're scrambling to pick the money up that's stealing i mean let's just call it what it is and the way my karma set up i'd be one of the people that got caught and end up in jail behind uh taking this money so no i would have stayed in the car i'm not getting out and getting involved in that type of stuff like i said the way the way my karma set up let me tell you when i do the randomest dumb stuff is when things go bad for me. Like, I could full-on be doing something I have no business doing, but 
if there's some type of, I don't even want to call it legitimacy, but, you know, if, if the reasoning behind it makes sense, I guess you would say, I have no, I would have, I have no problems. But it's when I'm doing something that I know is stupid and I, I'm doing it anyway, I always seem to fall into something negative behind it very quickly. So, no, I would have stayed myself in the car. And let the other people do whatever they're gonna do, cause like I said, that uh, uh, I'll either get ran, I'll be the guy on the news who got ran slap over, or the one guy who got caught taking the money. Now, of course, authorities are investigating to see if they can locate any other people that took any of these funds that was uh, spilled out into the street, and it's on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. There's video, the video that I saw was actually the security guard going around trying to pick up money. But then in the background, you could see people just running to and fro, picking up money. And in this day and age where everything, everybody's walking around with a phone on their hip and they're recording and they're posting everything that they can get their hands on, man. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's the way that people, if anyone gets caught, that'll be the way that they get caught. Cause they're gonna look at the video and try to identify people. Now, the likelihood of they of them identifying people is low, because I mean, all you got is a video, unless the officer or one of the security officers, you know, was able to get some tag numbers or anything like that. Then you know they got a better chance. But some of these people, <laughs> some of these people may have records, you know, stuff on file that they can run those pictures against and try to locate them. I don't know, but. You know, they're, they're saying that these people are going to have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I guess one man's misfortune is a another man's blessing, I guess is what they're trying, what people are uh, trying to say, how they're looking at it. I don't know, man. I would stay in the car. And, but, and Buddy's probably going to, whoever was in charge of securing that door is probably unemployed right now, I would think. You know, because you when you ride around with a truck full of money, you're supposed to make sure that that truck is secure. But somehow they didn't, man. So let's move on to the next uh, topic of discussion. Kodak Black. If you don't know who Kodak Black is, Kodak Black is a young um, rapper out of Florida. He's in his early 20s, young guy. And allegedly there's some. Was that's this part isn't alleged. There are some rape allegations about this young man. Uh, uh, you know, of him sexual was sexual. I think it wasn't actual, just actual rape. Is what they call it. It was like sexual assault. I mean, there is a difference. It's the same. It's you know, it's it's. I don't want to say it's the same thing, but it is kind of the same thing. Both of them are horrible, but. Allegedly, he, you know, may have done something to a young lady. So he was up at an interview. I believe the radio station is Hot 97 in New York. Ebro is the host. And so Ebro starts off the the interview by letting it be known that these allegations were brought against him. And he tells him, you know, we know we can't get into any details, but we take rape very seriously here. And, you know, hopefully... You'll be able to come back later and, you know, give us some details on what's what was going on, you know. To what I'm looking at is like he's saying, 
you know, after everything said and done, we like to have you back so you can, or when there's, once you're in a position where you can tell your side of the story, we'd like for you to come back and tell your side of the story. Because, of course, you know, um, just because somebody's accused of something don't mean they necessarily did it. So you do want to give people a voice to be able to tell their side of the story until you know everything is laid out there and all the cards on the table and we can say what's what well young kodak black took offense to him even bringing this up and he just you could just see his body language as soon as he said that just completely change and then the um the co-host i don't know is rosenberg he tried to change the subject into something else i can't remember what he said and, the, you know, the guy Kodak, he's just sitting there with his mug on his face. So Ebro asked him, like, you know, you seem like you're bothered by that I, that I even brought that up. So Kodak responded by saying that, you know, it seems like when people are going through things, y'all are entertained by it. And he's like, you know, change the subject or I can walk out. Ebro told him, you know, well, we can be done. You can go. Kodak walked out of the interview. So, this really was on fire on Twitter today. People were defending Kodak, saying that, you know, sent calling Ebro, the feds, saying that he must work for the police, and why are you bringing this up? This is not how you start an interview, so on and so forth. And then you had the people who were saying, well, hey, I mean, we none of us know what happened, and this guy is a radio personality, so why wouldn't he bring that up? Then you had some other artists. Well, one artist in particular, Trick Daddy Dollars, from the bottom. They call him the mayor of Dade County. Posted a video talking real spicy about the boy Ebro and telling him that he wants to smoke. And if you got any problem with anybody in Florida, you need to come through him, come see him. You know, a bunch of the, 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 the typical rhetoric that you see, you know, when people get riled up. And um, so... What does DeVille think about it? I mean, me as a podcaster, looking at it from my angle, um, <laughs> I don't really see anything wrong with him bringing that up. I mean, it was a hot take. You know, it got a reaction and the video probably was at a million something views right now. So it accomplished his goal, which I assume was to one you know, just put that information out there so that people hadn't having people know and to to um you know get the attention, which is a media personality's goal is to get attention, to get views, to get listens. I understand that being a podcaster myself. Now and I also know that when you go to a radio station, your management team and the people with you and you as artists have the are usually given the uh, leverage of being able to say, hey, don't talk about this. Don't ask me about this. Don't mention that. So if he walked into there and he didn't say, hey, we're not going to talk about this today at all. If he did that and Ebro still chose to bring it up, then I can understand him being upset. But if he didn't, he just walked in there like a lot of artists do and just like ask me whatever you want to ask me. And he brought it up. Then, I mean, you got to deal with it. Either way, as a 
as an artist, as a public figure, he's going to have to learn, you know, how to deal with those type of situations better than that, I feel like. Because, yes, there are going to be people who are going to be right along riding with him and saying, hey, that was messed up. You know, that was a real underhanded move. You know what I'm saying? And he shouldn't have never brought that up. But then you'll have some people who will, will lose respect for you because of the fact that it was brought up and you just, you know, he didn't even ask you to go in. He told, said, I know you can't go into details, but I hope that you can come back and we can talk about it. And he could have gave a response like, yeah, you know, well, you know, the allegations, not like you said, I'm not at liberty to talk about it. I can't talk about it right now. You know, he could have made his statement as to whether, you know, whether or not he did it. You know, that's your moment to say, yeah, I can't talk about it right now, but, you know, I'm not guilty, yada, 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 and moved on to the next subject. I've seen hella artists in similar situations, not with the same type of allegations against them, but I've seen many artists that have, you know, pending legal issues going on or different things going on and they brought them up and they just say you know yeah okay i'm not getting into that today you know next question and you move along because honestly you just getting up and walking out that uh that kind of looks bad it makes it look bad on you the way you reacted to it that's what deville di thinks about it man i went kind of longer than i thought i went longer i expected to go so before we continue on with the show let's take a moment out to acknowledge my sponsor so since i ran a little longer on that we'll just go ahead and get into the morning discipline for the day because that's why you're here but shout out to those people who uh sent me those topics for the day once again you know tag me dm me message me let me know what you would like to hear me talk about. Also, go over to the Thoughts by DeVille DI podcast page on Facebook. Follow that page, man. I keep some fresh content coming on there. Um, it's not only just posts of the podcast. You know, there's videos. Well, I post videos of content relating to what I'm speaking on in the shows on the page and stuff like that. And every once in a while, you'll get an uh, exclusive video version of the podcast up there for your enjoyment and entertainment. So, yeah, check that out and get that thing popping. Now, discipline for the day. There's a big difference between being productive and being busy. And one of the keys to being productive is to limit the amount of things that you are trying to accomplish in one day. A lot of people get the misconception that, you know, the more things they have going on, the more productive they can be. But that's kind of, that's kind of, uh, uh, I didn't want to just say not true, but it's not true from my opinion. This is what I think, right? When you start to add on more and more tasks, to try to accomplish in one day what you end up doing is you know doing a half cock job at a bunch of things you know you start doing mediocre work in order to get all the tasks that you have planned to get done that day done you know whereas if you had a limited just to throw numbers out there let's say instead of trying to get 
seven things done today. If you had eliminated that to three or four things, you'd have more time to focus on doing a great job at those three to four things than you have if you were trying to do seven things in one day. So a lot of times you're kind of in and out, bouncing around, dipping and dabbing. I had a friend who one day I was working on a project with him and he legit was trying to do three things at one time at the exact same time. He was trying to work on the project that we were working on together. He was trying to work on his own personal project. And then he was trying to answer the questions of someone else that asked him, you know, for some, uh, to show him how to do something. So he was just all at this in, in the same concurrency. I don't even know if I said that right, but we're going to roll with it. He was just running back and forth. He'd come over and he'd do a little bit of, of what we had to do. And then he'd run in the back and, you know, whatever he had going on back there. He'd run in the back and he'd tinker with that a little bit. And he'd come back and he'd talk to the guy for a little bit. And he'd come back over there. And then at one point he came over to me and I was done. He was like, you finished? I was like, yeah. He's like, how did you manage to finish all that so fast? And I was like, look, bro, focus on one thing. At, when you focus on one thing at a time, you know, you go ahead and knock that out and you move on to the next. And this is a a, a great skill that some of us need to learn. Focus on one thing at a time. No matter how much on, is on your plate, you can only do one thing at a time. Uh, now, a lot of people preach multitasking, and multitasking is cool if you're one of those people that can handle it. But from my experience, a lot of times people that are, are multitaskers are doing, you know, a decent job on a lot of things at the same time versus doing a great job on one thing then moving on to the next thing. Because in, in my experience, it just takes you longer to get something done when you're cutting in and out. And a lot of times when you stack up that plate too heavy, you'll cut into the time that you should be spending doing one thing because you're rushing through it to try to get to the next thing. I've done this to myself at work to where I just load my plate so heavy and I'm just, I want to get all this done right now. But I end up getting even less done you know, than I planned on because I wasn't really able to focus on one thing because my mind, my mind, I wasn't physically bouncing back and forth from task to task, but my mind, my mental was bouncing back and forth from task to task. So now I have developed the uh, a focus to be able to just stick to one thing at a time. Like when I'm recording my podcast, I'm recording my podcast. That's all I'm doing. I'm not scrolling through my phone. I'm not responding to any text messages. You know, I tell everyone around me, you know, this is not the time to talk. You need to give me, you know, whatever length of time. I used to say, like, give me 20 minutes, you know, even though a lot of times it takes longer than that for me to put it together. I'm like, give me like 20 minutes and I get back with you just to designate that space to say, hey, back up. I'm doing this right now. And I apply that to every avenue of my life. When I'm doing something, that is what I'm doing. And I'm going to do it until I'm done. If it takes me all day to get that one thing done, it takes me all day to get that one thing done because I know 
I put all my focus and all my energy into getting that one thing done. So I'm satisfied with that. And I look at that as a win because the next thing that I'm going to step to is not going to is going to be able to get my full attention to because I've completed the task I had before that. Now, take this information and do with it what you want, but make sure you get breakfast. It's the end of the week. I know you're tired. You're ready to get off tonight. Drink you some little whiskey, smoke a cigar, whatever it is you do to relax. But. Get you some breakfast right now because you're going to need that energy to get shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now do me a big, 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 big favor. Get out there and have an amazing day. And oh, by the way, don't forget, if you would like to support the podcast with any amount of donation that you will see fit to help keep this thing running and off the ground and going you can cash at me my cash app is deville di and you know anything that you give will be greatly appreciated but you don't have to give me nothing but your time i appreciate that too and i'm out of here peace